what an NBA finals last night. Wow, wow, wow. Welcome to the podcast. This is Pass It to Patrick. Oh, I can't believe that NBA finals last night. That was incredible. Giannis was incredible. I mean, flipping out. Uh, we have a lot to get to today. Um, one of the biggest things is Giannis Antetokounmpo. So let's just get into it. Um, the Suns lost last night to the Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo played incredible, 50 points. I mean, I just want to talk about it because succeeding is so important in any profession that you do, whether it's uh, business, football, basketball. Um, you want to succeed, and some people have different paths to succeeding. The way the Milwaukee Bucks uh, had their path was incredible. Now, we've, we've seen LeBron, we've seen the NBA trend towards superstars in the past. We've, we've seen that. That has been the way to win. Uh, ever since I was younger, that's been kind of how I remember it. Uh, you needed at least three superstars to get a ring, and that's just, there were some outliers. There was outliers with doing it the way the Bucks did it. The outliers there are the Dallas Mavericks when they won. Very similar to the Bucks. Very similar. Dirk Nowitzki, um, key players, key role players, really. That that's the biggest thing. And then you you build around him with these role players. The the Bucks did it that way. There, like I said, there are different ways to win in the NBA. Some people do it through free agency. Some people do it through the draft. Um, you've seen the Bucks do it this way. Take Giannis Antetokounmpo. Build around him. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is an amazing player to go along with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, no doubt. So we, you can do it so many different ways. You can succeed in life in different avenues. There's not one way to do it. And I am so happy that the Bucks won. Look, the Suns could have won, and they were the same way as the Bucks. Really, you could have had it go either way with these two teams because they've both done it the old school way, and that's been talked about before on my podcast and different uh, sports outlets, you know, in the media. So you can do it both ways. But how you go about it doesn't matter as long as you succeed. And Giannis Antetokounmpo just proved why. And I'm about to make a bold statement here. Why he is now the best player going into next year. The best player in the league. Now, I didn't say face of the league. Because, you know what, LeBron James is still in the league. He's still going to be the face of the league. But as far as the best player in the league, that player next year is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't even want to debate about it. I really don't. I, I don't see a debate where you can make the argument anyone's better than him next year. I don't. Uh, what he did from mid-range is incredible. What he did from the free throw line is incredible. Let's just get into some of these points about the game. They had their backs. They had to fight for this. Now, granted, the Suns had to fight for it, too. But the Bucks had to go through some good teams. They had to, you know, they Giannis had that weird injury where he wasn't really injured, but he kind of sat out a game and then he came back. But the Bucks had an uphill battle. And, you know, they went down 2-0. They had to fight. They had to climb. They had to scratch their way to the top. And they did. Bobby Portis had a great game. The energy he brought, Chris Middleton, the shots he was making from the mid-range. Just the Bucks put it all together at the right time. And they succeeded at the right time. But Giannis Antetokounmpo has proved why he's going to be the best player next year in the league. 
the finals was just like setting him up for that. And he seized the moment. We see a lot of players get into those moments. And then, you know, the moment becomes too big and they kind of don't live up to what, you know, the expectation is of them. We've talked about the expectations on Giannis. But the way he played, the way he was dominant. I mean, I'm going to read you his stats right here. And when I read these stats, we like I've said before on previous podcasts, you know, we take the NBA Finals for granted. We just do. I mean, you know, we take the performances for granted, you know, in the league. And because we've seen it with LeBron, different players, it's very rare, though, what Giannis did. He played, not only did he play 42 minutes in that game, he had 14 rebounds, 2 assists, 50 points. 50. That is incredible. The Bucks shot, they were 37 of 82, 45.1%. Three-pointers, only 22.2%. They got this done in the post, in the mid-range. Free throws, 86.2%, 25 of 29. And Giannis is responsible for a lot of that. You see growth in Giannis's game. And this is what I think people wanted to see with Ben Simmons, and he just never really got to that point. And I think it's because, you know, everything has to set up for you to succeed. And for Ben Simmons, it hasn't got that way yet. In Philadelphia, they haven't set him up to succeed. They haven't honed in on what he's good at. Giannis, this is what I've talked about before. Your People are good at certain things. And to try and keep pushing and pushing and pushing the potential of someone to what they could be, instead of just accepting what they are and what they do great and what their strengths are. This is the perfect example. Uh, Ben Simmons, we want you to be a three-point shooter. Well, we kind of want you to, you know, be able to shoot from the mid-range efficiently. Uh, why don't you get in there and you can work on your handles? Just, just don't stop. Your potential is crazy. Just keep going, going, going. You know, uh, we're not going to worry that you can pass the ball amazingly and bring it up and manage the offense. That's whatever. We need you to shoot threes. Uh, sorry, 76ers. Look where that, look what that got you. If you wanted Ben Simmons to work, you may, you could have made it work. You could have. You could have built on his strengths. You could have set him up to succeed. No different with what happened with Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo went to the Bucks. His game was raw when he got there. Skinny, you know, they were figuring out how to use him. But the one thing I love uh, how the Bucks did things was they knew he wasn't Steph Curry. They knew he wasn't like LeBron James yet. You know, like there's only one LeBron. And I, I see so many similarities now between LeBron's game when he was younger and Giannis's game when he was younger, just relying on that downhill strength. But in order to succeed, your team has to set you up to succeed. And the Bucks have done nothing but an amazing job with Giannis Antetokounmpo and setting him up to succeed. Just think about that. The Philadelphia 76ers have wasted Ben Simmons' talent. Wasted it. They could have worked with him and... He could have developed into a great player. He had his strengths, been dominant. But they didn't. They just didn't. And Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks, they have succeeded. Because they have honed in on their strengths, which is key. You want to succeed in life? Own and hone your skill at what you are great at. And you will succeed. The Bucks did that with Giannis. 
And, you know, it wasn't just Giannis, too. I don't mean to say that. Like, Chris Middleton had an amazing game. Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday, just defensive monsters. The defensive plays that they were making were incredible. I mean, the defense, that defense is top tier. And for anyone just to say that, oh, the refs helped the Bucks, and you know what? Just stop it. I, I can't stand fans that do that, where they're, they're constantly blaming someone because they didn't agree with the outcome. You know, the Suns could have played better, too. <laughs> uh, most people look at teams and they want to complain, but your team could have played better. Bottom line. Uh, all credit goes to the Bucks. The Bucks organization's great for the town of Milwaukee. Milwaukee's had so many interesting stories. Uh, you know, Wisconsin's had so many with the whole Aaron Rodgers, with the whole Bucks winning the title, and uh, it's just been a crazy off season for you know the Midwest and the Milwaukee uh, sports teams. You know, Green Bay, Milwaukee Bucks, Packers have had a lot of weird, interesting things happen with Aaron Rodgers. So. But Giannis Antetokounmpo, why I think he's the best player in the league. Why do I? He possesses the three abilities that I believe are key. One, he is athletically dominant. He gets what he wants. He has that key from LeBron. You know, he he kind of has that key where he just shoulder downhill. I'm going to get what I want when I want it. He got what he wanted in this finals. He just did. They couldn't defend him. So that's one key. The second key, clutch. Yeah, clutch. Uh, picking up your free throw game when you need it to. Um, that's been one of the most criticized part of, you know, all-time greats games is, oh, they miss free throws in the key moments. He didn't. <laughs> he, he heard the critics. He heard them. Uh, now, how about this? How about I'm just going to drain every free throw, uh, the majority of free throws that I take? I'm just going to, you know. I'm going to be good at that right now. I'm going to be great at that. I'm going to excel at that. That's what LeBron does. LeBron James does that. Whatever his team, he's the he's the Swiss knife. The Swiss, Swiss army knife, excuse me. Uh, he, he's just great at what he needs to be great at at that moment. He just is. I'm going to play point guard. I'm going to play point guard. Be honest, I'm going to make my free throws. I'm going to do it. Um, there's, no, there's no holding him back. I believe Giannis... Uh, last night could have done anything on the court if he put his mind to it didn't even need to prep (laughs) he was just dominant those and the final key and this is one of the most important keys he's humble he's humble Athens Greece poverty he's humble he says all the right things in the press conference he had such a great mentality in these finals going into it he had a great mentality everyone was saying that Uh, all I heard was you know, uh, he's in a great mindset right now for the finals. Don't focus on the past, focus on the future, what you can control. He owned that. He seriously did. And that is huge. The mental aspect of this game is so underrated and nobody gives it the time or day. Everyone looks at analytics. And I love that Giannis looked at analytics <laughs> and the Bucks looked at it and said, you know what? Yeah, threes are great, but we're going to do it our way. And we're going to win this title our way. And boy, did they win it their way. (laughs) They didn't let analytics, they didn't let trends, they didn't let other methods of people decide how they were going to succeed. They succeeded their own way. And I think that's so important in this day and age for people to find their own path to success. What worked for someone five years ago will not work for you. 
in the future. It, uh, it, your, your situation is so different than other people's. Whether you know someone, whether you don't know someone, whether you're trying to get ahead in life, each situation is just different. And the Milwaukee Bucks proved that there are, you know, there are a few ways to do things. <laughs> but we're going to do it the hard way. And Giannis said that. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he, he made a statement, and I'm going to read this statement to you, because I, I think it's incredible. Uh, what he said was, I could go to a super team I, and just do my part and win a championship, but this is the hard way to do it, and we did it. And that's so true. He said that in the press conference. This was the hard way to do it, Giannis. To put faith in your team, which so many players just don't. And I get it, some organizations are dysfunctional. Some organizations don't put the key pieces around you. They just don't. But Giannis proved. Giannis proved. He did. In a league that is growingly copying each other, and growingly, you know, oh, this is how you have a dynasty. Maybe dynasties, maybe they're great. But maybe there's something to be said for doing it the hard way. And knowing, I think Giannis woke up this morning knowing I could have done things so differently. I could have I could have been on the face of the league. I could have went to L.A. I could have went anywhere and won. <laughs> but I just think he woke up this morning. He just felt good. He just looked in the mirror and he said, you know what? I feel good with what I did for this city of Milwaukee. And the guys that he put his trust in, I think they just felt good about it. No no doubt, the team, everyone played a role. But Giannis Antetokounmpo proved why you can succeed in different situations. And he's going to be the best player going into next year, no doubt. He's going to have the team around him. The Milwaukee Bucks, I think, will be a threat to get back to the finals. They, they will be. Uh, you know, LeBron is older, so... You know, it was, if the Suns would have won and Giannis would have kind of shrunk, I would have said LeBron technically is still going to be uh, the best player in the league next year. But not anymore. I think it's over. It's stamped. It's not over for, not over for LeBron, what I mean, but the the conversation is over for who's going to be the most dominant player next year, and it's going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. LeBron's been the most dominant player for years but, you know, he's in the mogul stage. He's not in the basketball's everything stage anymore, which is fine. He's proven everything he needs to prove. Giannis still has, I believe, a lot to prove. And I think he'll succeed again. And you know what? If he doesn't, if he just, if he just has this one championship to his name, I think that's enough. I think so. I don't think anyone will, you can't say he went to a super team. He signed the deal. He got these players around him. And he lived up to everything that he promised Milwaukee. And he's royalty in Milwaukee today. Uh, people, he's just, he's just loyalty. People love him down there. The parade's going to be going on. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, he got to hold that finals MVP trophy. And he's come a long way since Athens, Greece. So kudos to you, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. Because you decided to do things the hard way, and it paid off paid off for him this whole episode today kind of is going to be mainly focused on the bucks and Giannis. we've already talked uh, so long about it but it, it just proves you know if you put your mind to something you will succeed 
you will. And he worked hard. Now, he's a genetic freak, the Greek freak. <laughs> he worked hard. He put his all into his craft, and he owned it. And, you know, I think he's earned the respect of everyone around the league. He has. And speaking of Milwaukee, because there's, there's stories, Wisconsin, I should say, not Milwaukee. Mainly we're going to move to Green Bay because the, uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, this is exciting. Things are heating up. Um, training camp's coming up. Will he be there? Won't he be there? <laughs> there are There's a lot of different things going on with Aaron Rodgers right now. Um, nobody really knows where his mindset is. Uh, per reports, he's still very, very, very upset with the Green Bay Packers. Um, my new take on this is I don't think he'll hold out. There have been different reports of he's rejoined the country club. Little things do matter. So he's rejoined the country club in Green Bay. Which you know, which means he's going to be playing golf, you know, more at the end of the summer into fall, which you do. Um, but then also, he's had a cleaning company go to his home in Wisconsin and clean it thoroughly, which you know just states, "I'm coming back. Um, I'm not going to hold out." He would lose money. I I don't believe the smart thing for him to do is hold out. I think now is the time. Okay, you can't get out of Green Bay this year. You can't decide your fate for one more year. They will move you next year, Aaron. You just got to give him this year. Just go back and play for him. I've been critical of Aaron Rodgers. I've t I've gone back and forth between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, and whose side are you truly on? But honestly, I I believe one hundred percent that the um the the Packers have their reasons for being right, and Aaron Rodgers has his reasons. I've called him, you know, kind of petty in the past, and he certainly has been that. <laughs> There's uh, been different stories about him come out. But honestly, I believe 100% that the Packers and him will play together this year. I think you can't, he, he knows, he knows he, he's going to have to play. So in my opinion, you need to get back to training camp, work, work with your team. You already got great chemistry. Just try to win this year. You know, you know, you could even make a statement. This is going to be my last ride in Green Bay, everyone. I'm either going to get traded or I'm going to retire. You could just make a statement like that. At the end of the year, this is what's going to happen. But Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers will be working together this season, I believe. Both parties will find a way. Now, will he get booed at some Packers games? Possibly. He possibly could get booed. Uh, because Green Bay hasn't taken well to the whole uh, Aaron Rodgers wants out. You know, especially now that Giannis has won. Uh, they're going to be, hey, why don't you stick with us? So there's two different ways to succeed. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has already brought a championship to Green Bay, so that's not as, you know, big deal, but still the mindset there. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what happens with, with uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. So something interesting that we did last week, also regarding the NFL, is we talked about uh, my top teams, my top five teams. We broke down the San Francisco 49ers last week, so we're going to go ahead and break that uh, next team down. So we're talking about the Baltimore Ravens today. That's my number four team. The Baltimore Ravens, um, I think they're going to be one of the most underrated AFC teams going into this year. Uh, the style that Lamar Jackson plays with, I still don't believe he's gotten the respect he deserves. Um, you know, when you win 80% of your games, I can let go of a lot. I mean, 80% is pretty incredible, and that's what he's done. Uh, he has gone in every year, and he has shown that work ethic 
really the main point about the Ravens, why they're going to be a great team, is Lamar Jackson. That's just the reason. He's gone in and he's worked on his craft uh, every day. And every offseason, he's gone in, he's worked, and then he's come back. And he's been better at that aspect of his game. So the the big reason why I believe uh, the Ravens are still in the top five, even though there's a lot of great teams, is just because of that. Because he, that team, you know, they've been consistent, and consistency is key. He's one of the top quarterbacks with Mahomes, Brady, Lamar, Josh Allen. One of those top quarterbacks still. You know, Aaron Rodgers, all those guys. But Lamar Jackson, he's the main reason this team is going to work. Him and Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh has done an amazing job with the Baltimore Ravens in keeping that consistency and that team together. You know, you think about it, they had to change up their whole offensive style for Lamar. <laughs> everything. So it, it's it's like they totally had to revamp everything for Lamar Jackson. And how it's come out, the final product, is incredible. They've added some key pieces. Um, they added Sammy Watkins. I just think that's a huge addition for that a wide receiver core. The defense plays uh, pretty incredible. They still got J.K. Dobbins there at the running back. Mark Andrews is a you know decent tight end. So the, just a lot of pieces. The defense is is better. I think the defense is one area where they had to figure some stuff out. But I think the defense will be better this year. They still got Marcus Peters. Uh, they still got a lot of different pieces uh, that they can go to. And you know the the corner Demonte Hearns. He's he's uh, gotten better over the years. So the, the Ravens, I believe, are going to—that's why they're my top five team, because of consistency, because they've shown that consistency. The defense will be good. That offense will figure it out. Ravens fans, you have a lot to be happy about. And that division, even though the Browns are good, the Steelers are the Steelers, you know, and the Joe Burrow and the Bengals will be back, I think the Ravens have a good shot at winning that division. I do, or at least coming in second. Now, I'm not counting the Steelers out. I think it'll be— the Cleveland Browns won, Steelers two. I think the Ravens will be close with the Steelers, and I still think the Bengals will finish last, even though they have uh, Joe Burrows. But they've added a great wide receiver. The wide receiver that they added played with him at, you know, LSU. And so I, I don't believe the, the chemistry that Joe Burrow has with Jamar Chase is incredible um, when they were at LSU. So I'm glad they took him, another weapon for Joe Burrow. But the Baltimore Ravens, guys, I, I believe you guys have a lot to look forward to. They're my top four teams, so we're just going to go break down the next team next week. I just like doing that because it's fun, and the NFL season is coming up. It's coming up quick, and I'm excited to watch some NFL. Now that the NBA is kind of phased out, uh, the stories will you know subside for a little bit. The NFL will get my full attention. <laughs> it's a great time to get content, too, from the NFL, just because the stories there's there's never a shortage of them I talked about the 49ers last week and the 49ers it's reported Fred Warner 49ers come to terms on five-year extension that is worth up to 95 million per report so another great addition for the 49ers so Ravens 49ers we got those teams down we'll move on to the next one just a quick little segment next week so the finals were last night great finals sat there watched it entertaining I thought that the finals were good this year, but last night was uh, this. This was the Bucks' time to shine. We talked uh, in the first half of the podcast quite a bit about the Bucks. Um, I feel bad though for one person. I feel bad for one person out of last night. It wasn't fun to watch what happened to Chris Paul. Chris Paul, 
I, ju- I just feel bad because he still hasn't got that title. He still hasn't got it. I I don't know what the future holds for Chris Paul. Will he run it back with the Suns? Will he not? I mean, he didn't have a great finals, uh, guys. He he just didn't. The first game, um, the first game they played against Milwaukee uh, was he had 32 points. Great, 23 points. Great, they won those two games. Then 19, 10. The where it went downhill was, I believe, the third game. You started to see it. 8 of 14, field goal percentage. The next game, 5 of 13. The next game, 9 of 15. And then the final game, 11 of 19. The, everything just decreased there for a couple games. And you could just see it. The Suns weren't playing with that physicality. Chris Paul had a you know harder finals. You know, Five assists last night didn't cut it, even though he had 26 points. Monty Williams had those guys playing inspired. Love Monty Williams, um, top-notch coach. He came in and congratulated the Bucks last night, and that's you know, you know, top-class act in the NBA. You could use more coaches like him, but the the fact that Chris Paul still doesn't have a ring, it's just it's hard. I feel for the guy. I know I know he's rich. <laughs> I know a lot of people are. Why would you feel for him? He's got money. Well, it's because it's it's something that a lot of legends have. Uh, you know, it's a lot. There's a lot of legends that don't have it too, but I think he's he he plays his own way too. He succeeds in his own way in the NBA. Will they run it back? I don't know. Will they re-sign Chris Paul? I don't think you can sign him to a four-year deal. I think you could still sign him to a two-year deal if you're the owner and you could sleep at night because what he did was pretty incredible. He had uh, Devin Booker playing great. He created so much on the offense. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, he had those guys playing great. You know, above the rim, DeAndre Ayton was making plays. Now, DeAndre Ayton, he did struggle against Giannis. Giannis had his way with him last night. DeAndre Ayton got into foul trouble early. Giannis could sense a little timid. You know what? Just going to run it in on DeAndre Ayton the whole night. And so Giannis had his way against him. But most of the year and most of the playoffs, Chris Paul had DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker playing great. So it'll, it'll just be interesting to see what they do in the future. I 100% believe that they should bring Chris Paul back just for a couple years. See how he does. Maybe get, get back into the playoffs, see if you can make a run. But the Phoenix Suns, in some people's opinion, should have never been here. They over-succeeded, and I think they did too. Chris Paul's a leader. He inspires those guys, him and Monty Williams. If I was the owner, I'd just re- re- you know, sign him two years foundation building block move some pieces around trade for someone you know but you got to get some more pieces around around that team more more scores even though they have Devin Booker Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton you need another scorer on that team you just do but no doubt great finals great finals I I think these finals were great for the league you know, can everyone talks about parity in the league. They want to see different teams win. Well, you saw a different team win. You did. <laughs> you saw you saw a team, like I said at the top of the show, you saw a team do things their way, which I think is huge. The Milwaukee Bucks are champions. You guys are number one in the league. Congratulations. Uh, it's going to be a fun ring ceremony at the beginning of next year. And I think the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, I think they have a chance to repeat. 
And we're going to talk more about the NBA still in the shows. Just because the finals are over doesn't mean we're going to stop talking about the NBA. NBA is uh, awesome to talk about. And we'll see what, you know, there's a lot of interesting stories going into next year. Where will Damian Lillard end up? We'll talk about that more, too. Uh, I still think he his top choice would be the Lakers. And even even though the, the Bucks won like this, teams will still do the superstar way. And that's fine. That It's honestly fun to watch some of the superstars play together. You know, I kind of wish Chris Paul would team up with LeBron. I think those two would play together uh, really well. Granted, Chris Paul plays a different style, a little more hardened character, doesn't care if he rubs people the wrong way. LeBron, very likable. Anthony Anthony Davis, I don't know his mindset. Um, I don't think he's sensitive. I think he could play with Chris Paul, too. Just injury prone. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it, it's been a great episode. Again, congratulations to the, to the Milwaukee Bucks. You guys are champions. So thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. Um, I, I try to get into everything sports-related, cover... Uh, all the bases with latest sto- uh, sports stories. We'll see what we'll see what the the training camp brings. Um, we'll see what uh, the Packers do. What a lot of these teams are going to do, and hopefully the Washington Football Team will do things their way and uh, maybe win a Super Bowl. I'm just kidding. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. That's fine. It's fine. I'll just be disappointed this year. I think we'll be better. I think we could make a run in our division, but. I don't think there's uh, much hope for us to win a Super Bowl. I'll hold out hope, though. I won't give up hope. Maybe we'll get. Maybe that name will finally uh, get figured out <laughs> this next year. Uh, they've said they're going to do the new name early 2022. So we'll see. But uh, you know, guys, thanks for listening. Again, follow me on all my social media accounts. Um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, leave a review, and please subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Thank you for all the followers uh, that I've gotten on Instagram. I try to keep up and post. Uh, Message me if I get anything wrong. And thank you guys for listening. This has been Pass It to Patrick. I'll catch you guys next week.